must be a better way. There must be a better way to describe things, to arrange words, a new way to use words to take you to a place beyond words. There must be. Matters where we talk real church matters because real church, church matters. Real, real, real church matters. Real church. <laughs> real church matters. I'm Forrest Hall. I'm here with Earl Spicer Jr. Earl Spicer Jr. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Nothing going on. I'm glad to hear you doing good. I'm doing good as well. Um, housekeeping. This is the first episode, uh, technical, technically the first episode of the new season because uh, what you guys heard last week was a uh, kind of just me talking about some of my hopes and uh, desires for the new year. But realchurchmatters.com, please continue to like it and share it and uh, pass it on to people. Hopefully this is something that is uh, beneficial to you. Is it beneficial to you? Because you listen to it. Yeah, I mean, it worked. it's essential. It's essential. Yeah, it's a part of me now. Make sure I listen to it. I love that. I love that he calls it essential. For that, we got we to gotta hit it one more time. Real church. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, a soundboard. We got the soundboard, real, man. Real, 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 real church matters. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Shout out to everybody that's listening. Shout out to everybody that's giving. Um, what else? Is there anything else? Shout out to the new year. Shout out to the new year. You got any plans for the new year? No. No? No, I think you got to have some resolutions. I think that, uh, shout out to Antoinette, but she just said this to me. Uh, I think that a lot of times... As uh, young people and stuff, we consider resolutions to be played out. Mm. And I think that we have this thing where we always give up on resolutions and things like that. And we think it's corny because we never can follow through with them. And so people would be like, man, it's it's whack to have a resolution. Like, no, you should have resolve, which is the word of Resolution. resolution. You should have resolve every day and you should try to aspire to new resolves every year. Yeah, I mean, so I got... What's something that you resolve to do? Oh, before we go any further, obedience over audience. Obedience over audience. Do I have a drop for that? No. No? I think I got a drop for that. Obedience over audience. That's funny. So just one more time. Obedience over audience. Perfect. So shout out to obedience over audience. Good. What is your resolve? I don't know if I have one. Other than keep keep getting closer to God. So so this this, but it's not a other than that is a main one. That is my main one. (laughs) I don't got no other one than that. You have no other one than that. That's awesome. We just was having a conversation and you were talking about. a, re- a realization you came to because of resolve that you had. And one of the things I want to make sure people understand is that 
you you will have some revelations out of your resolve. You will have some re- realizations out of your resolve. You had a resolve and you had a conversation with somebody that caused you to realize some of the re- some of the realities that you've come to understand some people have yet to understand. And so in that conversation you were saying to me the conversation didn't go how the person thought because they were frustrated that you weren't taking their advice. Yeah, and the thing is, is that the advice that some people give isn't always what you were taught and what you know yeah. to be true, or what you are coming to understand. Standing, yeah. And what's that resolve that you, that realization you've come to understand out of a resolve? So I guess best way to put this is, what was your resolve? That my priorities in life need to change or have changed. And my desires aren't what they used to once be. So, so when did that happen? Was that a 2020 thing? Or? It was a 2020 thing. I think being, you know, quarantine, I had realized, like, why was I always so focused on those specific things? As in, you know, regards to females, I was so focused on that. Yeah, so, but just to, for the to uh, uh, streamline the conversation, mm-hmm. <laughs> less uh, if you ever seen a contract before, like at the beginning of the contract, they uh, will define people's uh, what they will be referred to as, so they don't have to keep saying their long name. Yeah. So it'll say uh, AOTA from here on out will be referred to as AOTA. client or AOTA or employer or whatever it is. So. For now on, for the rest of this conversation, we will not refer to specific things. We will refer to all specific things as lust. <laughs> yeah, I bet. All right? That I So you got that gum too, so be careful. You I mean just just don't pop it. Go ahead. Okay. Um yeah, when having to overcome the whole spirit of lust and desire okay. of lust. So I wasn't going to stop you again because I want you to get this out. But now I got to stop you again. Okay. Because when we was talking about it over uh, breakfast, I realized that you said the spirit of lust. And I, I, I appreciate the context, but I want to give a clarity to it. Right. So there is only one spirit. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. That spirit is the immaterial of our mind. In that sense. Yeah. So there isn't like the different Pokemon characters dancing around in your brain. <laughs> and so like sometimes there's a spirit of lying and then sometimes there's a spirit of lust. And you like, oh man, the spirit of lust got in there and he's just in your head like, like <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, no, there is arrow in his mind, just like it's forced in his mind. And our minds are geared towards fashioned, designed, predisposed to disobedience. So that's the spirit, basically. That's it's it. It's just us. It's and just the, us. And those are the... So when I don't... I, I want to correct your conversation because I want people to speak in the correct term as well. Mm-hmm. When you say you were dealing with lust, that's better than saying... Spirit the spirit of lust. I was dealing with lust because what were you dealing with? You were dealing with thoughts. Mm-hmm. And you were dealing with how you have, you 
are accustomed to dealing with certain thoughts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could have a thought of killing myself and be like, Jesus, that was a crazy nightmare. Another person could have a thought of killing themselves and do what? Kill themselves. I could have a thought of a woman. One that I know or one that I don't know. One that I seen on a, a, a computer at some point in time. That could be, oh, man, that's a crazy thought. Don't know why my mind went there. Cast that down. Or it could be, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Break out the lotion. <laughs> For some people. Right. For some people. We choose what that engagement with our thoughts is. Right. And you decided. Time for me to engage with my thoughts a new way. Yeah. Tell me about that. Um, basically, I had to come to realization of what I was pursuing and what I prioritized on a daily basis. So mm-hmm. learning to find other things, the more I started to you know, listen to the word and even talk with you at times and spend more time with myself, I was like, what is actually consuming my mind? Like, what am I allowing to you know, linger in my mind all the time. Like, what am I trying to focus on on the time? So shifting my focuses of what I wanted to do, you know, and started putting more effort into me and my relationship with God is what was allowing me to, like, overcome that stuff. It was like, you know, I don't have to be like everybody else, you know, and having to constantly, you know, act as they do, you know, basically live the same lives as they do or try to pursue to live the same lives as yeah. they do. But shifting my focus, like, allowed me to change my whole perspective on you know I don't it don't got to be like that like how I think don't have to be exactly like them I don't now, have to do the same things what was so wrong with thinking like that and from for years though nothing nothing was wrong because it's like that's well, what everybody else does so, I mean I guess everybody's like that don't we all got those things that's well, what I was thinking I was like don't we all got those same thoughts isn't just how it has to be yeah but uh, you know what, I, what, what happened to make you feel like it was wrong or to make you feel like it's enough of this because I mean just to a certain extent you heard the podcast I did about me eating yeah it's lust yeah. you know what I'm saying it wasn't the spirit of lust <laughs> it just is what it, it was it was a relationship yeah. I had I was predisposed to with food a natural proclivity a natural inclination towards food the only thing is is what works for others didn't work for me yeah so while I seen other people crush a pizza, a whole pizza, and they still skinny, look like they're healthy or whatever, my sitting and eating that pizza had a different result. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So for a long time, you saw other people doing things and didn't see any bad coming to them. And you saw yourself doing those things and was like, mm, I don't see anything wrong with that. When did it change? Because it changed for me. I'm sitting in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> um. In all honesty, all honesty, I think it was. I appreciate honesty. <laughs> I honestly think I had woke up one day and I had heard uh, you had texted me about something, and I was like, I forgot what it was. It was in the summer, but you had texted me about something. We had a conversation, like a deep conversation. Yeah. And it had like it in a way, it kind of had awoken me, and I was just like, dang, like maybe I am moving the wrong way. And that's that's kind of that's seriously how it happened. Like it was like you had te- we were talking about something in regards to that, and I was like, you know, yeah, I feel <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't remember, but it was like I didn't tell you this because you know I was still working through it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, 
I, when I when I when we had talked about it, I was just like, you know, maybe this isn't how I have to think. Like, you know, I mean, I compared. I was like, you know, what is what is? I was like, what does Uncle Forrest do? You know, to take his mind off these type of things? Like, what does he consume his mind with? And you know, that was the word. Like, you always talked to me. Like, you was like. I read, like, if I have start having those things, she's like, I'm going to just, you know, start reading where, like, okay, what is God trying to tell me? Like, what do I got to keep working on for myself? Yeah. So I was like, okay, let me start taking that advice, you know, start trying to overcome that, you know. And uh, you, you're bringing up an awesome point is if we're going to have discussions with people, let, it needs to be about, it needs to get to a point where we're asking the real questions. Mm-hmm. And you asked that. You wanted to know, like, how do you deal with this? Yeah, I did. It was something like that during the summer. I yeah. can't remember, but it and was like, I was like, how do you, like, like you don't, you know what I'm saying? I was like, how you do know, you deal you, with No, this? no, say what? You don't want <laughs> I was like, how do you not have, how do you not act on your lust if you're not sitting there interacting, trying to interact with it, like, interact we, with women? Because we had a man? conversation about. Interact with those. Yeah, we had a conversation about. Uh, marriage. Yeah. And you was asking me about when you going to get married, huh? Well, I was like, nah, I ain't asked when. I was when? like, do you want to? Do you was, want to? Yeah. I, said, I asked, do you want to? Yeah. And I was like, why don't you want to? And I broke it down for you because at that time, I guess I had time because cause most of the time I don't really engage with people with that question. Yeah. But one of the things you just said earlier today, like, you're like a monk. <laughs> yeah, you're a monk monk, man. <laughs> but I realized that I have to do a better job of explaining, and I think I did explain to you what matters to me. Yeah. And I was explaining to you, I don't see that happening for me because of my focus. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to you about, I remember now, because yeah, I, yeah, I was going about, crazy. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I, was it over the phone? Or yeah, yeah it was, no, it was over FaceTime. Yeah, you was going, it was at night, it was at night too, <laughs> I remember, I remember, it was like it was late at, at night. It was at night and I was waiting for you to get done with your NBA 2K games so we could. Well, you was playing with me though. No, I was waiting for you to get done. You was already playing. Oh, yeah. Like and then, yeah, I remember. And I, remember. I was in a fussy mode and then you just flipped to that and I was like, well, this is why. <laughs> I remember. That's exactly how it happened, though. Yeah. And, and the crazy thing is about it is it's nothing wrong with women. Nothing. It's nothing wrong with women. And I want to use this opportunity right now to dispel the myth that lust has to be attached to womanhood. Yeah, it could be men, too. It, I mean, like yeah, yeah. Not just that, but just they're not the bad guy. <laughs> Even when you listen to the story of Samson and Delilah, she wasn't the bad guy. She's not the bad guy. When you hear the story of David, David and, and uh, Bathsheba, she's not the bad guy. When you hear the story of Adam and Eve, she wasn't the bad she's guy. She's not the bad guy. It's just people. You can't touch them in front of the microphone. It's just people dealing with desire. And how to discipline themselves to prioritize something greater than desire. And that's all I was saying is that God would really have to orchestrate a scenario a certain way for a person to come into my life and not distract me from the mission. No one is no one can have that place in your life. I believe Christians should believe. We should have that mindset of Paul. Paul said, I need those who are married to act like they're not married. I need those that are hurting to act like they're not hurting. Yeah. 
He was telling them what? This is just my opinion, he was saying. But I feel like we need to, as the people of God, prioritize God. Yeah, that should be our focus. Should be our focus. How in the world can you, married or not married, find truth, love, hope, and foundation in that thing if your focus is always you? Yeah, if that's not your desire to... So the desire that can motivate me to go seek out a woman is the desire that can motivate me to leave her. Yeah. And that desire to motivate you to leave her, (laughs) that should be the desire you choose to seek God. Absolutely. When I create, change my desire to seek a woman, I'm flexing a muscle that could cause me to hurt that woman. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't look at it that way. Mm -hmm. So that's how I always used to, the question I always try to ask people is like, dang, like, how it get to the point where you standing up in front of everybody saying all these vows <laughs> and then y'all had divorce court. and then you divorce. Yeah. I never reconcile that coming from a person that. who has, you know, at times, I guess I learned early. I remember writing a poem to a girl in high school mm-hmm. and I gave the poem to her. Like I, I typed it up on my mom's yeah. word processor and everything. And I gave her this poem and she took the poem and gave it to her friends, and the friends read it in front of the whole class. Oh, Lord. Yeah, yeah. That's no. what I see. And it wasn't no like, nasty poem like Roses are Red, Violets yeah, are Blue. You just felt embarrassed. I want you naked, and I uh, <laughs> hope you do too. Like, it wasn't none of that. <laughs> it was just you felt embarrassed? It was me waxing poetic about love and all of this stuff. Word, using words to match emotions, not to match realities. <laughs> and a lot of people do that and they want to find words to match how they feel I don't want to find words to match how I feel I want to find words to match what I know the Bible is filled with words that tell us a reality we should know not feel yeah. and we're supposed to move in that way so you have these people stand up in front of each other and they say baby you're my world <laughs> I'm trying to match how they feel. <laughs> They're trying to tell. I can't find the words to express how I feel right now. They say it. Yeah. I know you can't find those words because those words won't match how you feel tomorrow. Your feelings change. Let's read. The, let's read your vows that you got in your your notes on your iPhone, and then let's read your last text to your wife. You feel me? Yeah. The reality is, is that. The reason why I can't prioritize my feelings is because my feelings are fickle. The reason why you come into this reality right now that it's not helpful to you because you realize I'm tired of going on this roller coaster ride with this person inside of me. Yeah. Like trying to go back and forth between what I need to do, what I think I should do, what people are doing. Should I do that? Like that's- Should I do that? Not do that? <laughs> because I'm moving on how I feel. Yeah. I was with this person today. They made me feel less than. That motivates me now. It's horrible. Right. I was with this person today. They made me feel like a million bucks. So I'm going to leave this woman at home and I'm going to go with her. That's how yeah. I feel. Everybody doing things based on how they feel. And then they wondering why they feel betrayed. And they never, they feel like it's the whole world betraying them. They yeah. never look and say, Nigga, I mean, not... Not in work, but 
<laughs> they never look and say, man, I'm the problem. I'm betraying myself. Oh, yeah. Because I do what I feel. And what I feel never takes into consideration who I am and who I should be. be. Yeah, and that's the biggest... That's issue. that frustration. Yeah, it's like it's like you're you're choosing. Okay, so I got people telling me I should be like this, but I feel like doing this. Like I got people telling me, no, you don't need that right now. You don't need to worry about that right now. But I feel strongly. But I, I feel strongly about, about that because it's like I see other people like they don't got no problem. Like they're parent, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I see other people doing it, so it's what I all what I'm putting my when eyes on. When I was on. having conversations with you, uh, even when you were in high school, mm-hmm. and I'm like, bro, you don't need to deal with these girls right now and you're like uh come on man <laughs> that's how it was <laughs> and it was crazy how a year can make a difference but that's what that's exactly how it was I was Bro, like, it's not man. crazy that a year can make a difference you know what it is i want to take this moment right now and just say god is the greatest yeah he is so cool he is so cool because and and let this be a testament to you guys out there I need y'all to start talking to these young guys. It can plant a seed that can bear fruit. It may be in a year. It may be in 20 years. I don't care. Yeah. But it can plant a fruit. Bro, You can. we can have this podcast right now, and you can flip back up and act crazy a year, a year from now. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, it could get to a point where you like, bro, I don't know what I'm thinking. Like, I can't even listen. go back and listen to the old podcast and stuff <laughs> like that. But the reality is, is that you can get, you can mess up, but there's a certain reality that you're now aware of that you can never un- unlearn. You can never unlearn. You're never going to not know it. It's going to torture you the rest of your life. Yeah. No matter what I do. No matter what. <laughs> it's going to be there torturing the, me the rest of my life. The minute it cracks... You know what I'm saying? Many gives you that red pill. Mm-hmm. You can't unlearn it. You can't unsee it. Yeah. The same way, and this is where people got to understand, the same way I saw that little nudie mag at, at 13, I think you I was. Unsee it. I couldn't unsee it. The same way when the beauty of God was unveiled before me. I couldn't unsee it. I couldn't. My mother was ruining me. And it was whooping you inside. It like, was, it, it was, it was. It was it was torture you inside. Because after we had that conversation, I was like, yo, like, I can't stop thinking about that. Because, like, it's so, it's so pure. Like, I really hear the words, you know what I'm saying? It's like your, tr- your true heart. And yeah. I knew it could only have been from God. So I was like, okay, I need to start doing some inner work, you know? Bro, I got to come up with something where we just have the, we talk about the word over some 2K with people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, get, maybe podcasting is just the beginning. Maybe I get on Twitch. <laughs> and we just play because that's what we be doing. Like yeah. we playing games, we laughing, we joking. But then all of a sudden, it just turns serious so quick. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. I love that it's not the way the generation before me was. Always it's, on funny it's, time. It's on funny time or it's on Bible time. Yeah. It's never like they can exist together. Yeah. Like I feel like it should exist together. I think so too. Uh, I think always be, and and even making you know. Bible, like sometimes you make a Bible joke or something, but you hear the truth in it. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> but you have to assume that reality. Yeah. Because I was the king of the nasty joke. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. I was a kid, it, like, I mean, we 40 years old now. There's people on Facebook like, hey, remember in middle school you 
made a song about my mother. It's like, bro, I can't. I don't remember it. I don't want to remember. I don't want to remember it. I just, you know, what I'm saying, like, I just know that that state of mind that I was in. That's where my head was at, and it permeated everything I did. Like lust is one. It's like salt. Yeah. You can't unsalt something. Yeah. You gonna get that bitter taste? Well, that, what is it? I don't even know what salt tastes like. Like that, that salty taste. Yeah, that that taste. It's gonna be there. You cannot unsalt something. You put too much salt in it. It's like no add water and stuff. It's just no. It's done. Once you're everything you do is salted by desire. It's no way to undo it in that yeah. regard. Um. So this reality. Because I love that we took time to talk about the reality. It created a resolve. What did you resolve to do because of that conversation? Stopped putting my efforts and time into, you know what I'm saying, the feeding into that, you know. I stopped feeding into those uh, lusts and desires that I once had, and I was like, okay, so I need to find something else to change, like, without change my time. Like, you and know we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. I want to stop at feeding. I love the way you put it. Feeding desire. Yeah. So time kept and effort. Growing. And it kept growing. <laughs> it kept growing. It kept growing. So you, the time and effort that I put to feeding desire. What am I feeding? If we look at desire as a, as a, a monster mm-hmm. or a, a beast, an animal. What does that monster eat? Mm. Oh. oh yeah, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> what does that uh, monster eat, bro? I don't know. You gotta help me out on that one. All right. Well, first, I, I the, what's one thing you think it would eat? I I well, I know the answer. I know the answer because <laughs> I'm very familiar with that monster. I've had I had that monster before you were born. You know what I'm saying? Like when yeah. you see somebody with a dog that you had, you know about that dog. Yeah. Like you didn't have their dog, but you had that breed of dog. Mm-hmm. This is deep. <laughs> and they, they're like, oh, you know, I got a King Corso. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, that's what's up. I know what that dog needs. I know what that dog wants because once you know that breed, mm-hmm. you can take care of any dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we may not have the same dog. We had the same breed. Yeah, for sure. So I know what it eats. One of the things that was so cool is as a kid, I, I, my class had a rabbit. Mm-hmm. And our job with the rabbit was to take care of it at different times. So we would take it home, take turns taking it home. Yeah. And it, I was like, what does the rabbit eat? Because all my life I thought rabbits ate carrots. I still think they eat carrots. They don't eat carrots like Bugs Bunny. They eat a lot of other things, and their stomachs are so delicate that you got to make sure you feed them thing. uh, Kaopectate is like this medicine you feed them. Mm. When you you have these things, because they can't eat everything, Mm. and their stomachs get so upset and stuff like that. But anyway, once you stop being on the surface of thinking you know what something eat, and you realize what it actually eat, how much it costs to feed it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What does it eat? And what does it cost to feed it? I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna help you out. 
Oh boy, boy, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you going in, I'm letting you go in. Hey. The beast eats time. Mm. And time. what does it cost? You. you. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing we got. We can literally, I should just play the music right here. Because it was just crazy right there. But instead, like that was so good, I just got to go ahead one time. Real church. <laughs> you sound vice killed me. <laughs> Do I got another one? I think this one, I should have used it earlier, but I'll just go ahead and use it now. Jesus after dark. <laughs> you should have used it like 15 minutes ago. I don't know, right? <laughs> That was like 15 minutes ago. You that definitely that. was a Jesus after dark moment, but just one more time. Jesus after dark. <laughs> <laughs> the beast eats time. The beast eats time, and it costs you. Everything. It costs oh. you. You yeah. are. You are everything. Yeah. Do you understand? Know so the reality is, is like, you just start looking at yourself, and you're like, Dad, I have put so much time into this. Mm-hmm. And it gave me what? Nothing. Nothing. But it took everything. everything. Call almost cost me everything. Real church. <laughs> almost cost me everything. Oh, multiple me occasions. On multiple occasions, it can rob you. Bro, it almost cost me everything. I was 15 years old. I could be sitting in jail right now. Because my desires was a beast that I kept feeding until it kept wanting more and more time. time. And as time is actually all we made up of. So it, yeah. the more time I kept giving it, That's the more, more opportunities that some have. The more time I gave it, the more of me it had. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's a reason why we say you look at somebody and say, oh, that's a that's a painter. That person isn't a painter because they can paint. That's a they're a painter because they gave time to that to that. That's why I was saying to you and your sister when I texted y'all and was like, diploma don't create people. Time does. There were people who will sit and get a diploma in something and still not be able to be good at it because they gave time to school, but not time to it. No different than there could be a dude that got a black belt. And all of a sudden he go and try to fight somebody like, oh, I got a black belt. Yeah, I got a yellow belt. But that (laughs) yellow belt beat you because... That the belts only define the time that was spent at the school. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the time don't define that time in the school. Don't define the time that was spent out of school. Yeah, practicing. Practicing. Tough. So you got you, you telling kids the whole our whole lives they've been telling us to study. I think the reason we don't study is because they don't teach it right. They don't teach that the education is really not in the school. It's after school. Yeah. Yeah. It's what, what did you do? I never studied in high school. I never did too. But I got still got like, you know, good grades, but it's like, I I don't know. I mean, you still, you, you just proved my point. Yeah. Good. What are grades? Assessments of your time in what School. school? There's tons of people who got straight A's. I know a dude. He got, he was valedictorian of my school. He, he don't do much now. He didn't do what the expectations of him was out of being a valedictorian with a 416 GPA. Why? Because he mastered school, but couldn't master life. (laughs) 
Yeah, for real though. Do you understand? Yeah. You get the you got the degree, but you do not have the discipline. A person gets called a master because they've mastered a discipline, not a degree. There's That's a, why it's a master's degree, but it doesn't mean, mean anything. Nothing. What does it mean? Somebody, I got you a doctorate. The discipline of going to school. You mastered that. That's what that diploma shows that you did the time. Yeah. But not that you took the time. <laughs> Real church matters. It's like a master, you know, a master swordsman, right? They took the time to. It took the time to learn the craft. Everything you, you said. It. You said, bro, I am. I've put time into something, but I'm not a master. That's what you're saying. Yeah. You're saying, I put time into this, but what did I master? Yeah. It, it mastered me. Why would I put time into something that masters me? Why would I put all this effort and time into women? Yeah. Tell me why. Yeah. Even and, money. And <laughs> let me, let me, let me, let me actually qualify it. Not putting time into women. Why would I put time into my desire right. of women? Because yeah. I want to vilify women because they're not the enemy. Think about if you spent all the time you spent with the women you spent time with. And I'm calling them women because that's what we'll call them. (laughs) All right. Because, I mean, you you haven't. Most of them are girls. You know what I'm saying? Because of the age. But Mm -hmm. we want to always call people to what they are. Yeah. Like there are enough people that's going to keep reminding you that you're a young guy. Yeah. But you're a man in my eyes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like calling me to what? I should be. That's what you should be. That's what we should be teaching you to be. And yeah. what defines manhood is not he now uses the thing between his legs. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the, the fact that he uses an understanding and what that calls for him to be in every aspect of his life. Yeah. Not the fact that you got a job, not the fact that you got a car, not the fact that you got a woman, not the fact that you got a house. Kids, any of that. It's the fact that you understand who you are. Even with all of that. Even with it or without it. Yeah. Those things are just the accoutrement. They're the jewelry that, that is war, but they what adorns us does not define us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I could have all those things, but that's that don't make me that. It doesn't man. make you that. And so that's what you saw. You was like, I put I put all this time. So just to get back to what I was about to say. Imagine if the time you spent with those women, you spent with a different motivation. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I and like even like that's the that's what what kind of woke me up when he was talking about that. He was like, "Why would I put my focus on that?" Like, and I was like, you know, I, I found something. And for me, for some people, it might be something different that they like doing a hobby. But for me, it was you know working out, and I was like. Imagine if all that time I spent, like, just, you know, texting, trying to be in people's face. Yeah. I actually spent working on something that will yield me something. And I love that we, we get into something that's very practical. That is ripped right from the pages of Proverbs. Yeah. It's like, so what do you expect him to do with his time? You expect him to pray all day? <laughs> <laughs> no. And to you all who feel like that, I say, grow up. <laughs> grow up. Your perspective of Christianity, your expect your your perspective of even forced in Christianity is highly broken. It's highly broken. Yeah. It's misinformed. 
You know what I expect this young man to do? I expect him to work out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I expect him to work out in the gym, and I expect him to work out his soul salvation in fear and trembling. I expect you to go to work. Mm-hmm. You, what did you say? He said, every time my job call and ask me, do I want to take these hours? I say, what? Yeah. I say, yeah. <laughs> I need that. Why way. do you say yeah? Because I found a new motivation. Because, you know, what you said to me, which is true, the reasoning behind it was, I'm not doing nothing else with my right. time. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did say. I said, I ain't doing nothing else right now or with my time. So I was like, I might as well go do something that's productive. This productive. I don't know if you heard the podcast I did with Felicia, but the opposite of productive is reductive. Are we producing something or reducing something? Are we make building ourselves up to be greater than or doing something that makes us less than? Yeah. He said, I'm going to work and I'm not going to just I'm I'm going to use that time wisely. Yeah. So I come home and I got a paycheck. Yeah. You were proud of how much money you saved. You was like you was trying to tell your friend, like, I didn't save up money, this much money that I've never saved up. Before. Never like never had the time to because I never, you know, found that motivation to do that because I was consumed with other things. Consumed with other things. It's like, but, man, look what I've done with my time. I'm like, this stuff, like I feel good now. And, you know, you couldn't understand that because it's like, but maybe you should, you know, even try to make more time for something else. And I'm like, no, nah, not right now. Not make right. more time for what? <laughs> What's that going to yield me right now? You know what? This is funny. It reminds me of the cookie talking to the cookie dough. The cookie dough, like, people eat me all the time. And the cookie, like, yeah, but they really like me, too. Yeah. And I'm by myself. Yeah. You just part of a big lump. <laughs> it's like. Put yourself in the oven. Yeah. Get, get, refined, t- get refined a little bit. Get refined. He like, but they like, people like me just the way I am. I know. But don't you want to be fully realized? Mm-hmm. You're cookie dough. But you're supposed to be made to be something yes. else. Cookie dough is your beginning. Co- chocolate chip cookie it's is your, your end. end. You'll never get your end because you've been consumed before you see it. Go ahead, you press it. Real church matters. <laughs> you never get your end because you consume before you even see it. I gotta make it rhyme. You'll never get your end because you've been consumed before you begin. You wanna press yeah. it again? Real church matters. I'm telling you, bro, like the reality is, is that that's what you unlocked. Yeah. In a simple conversation, what you unlocked in yourself is. Bro, I'm starting to see what I can be. Yeah. And how what I wanted was the enemy to who I am and who I can yeah. be. It and was what was holding me back. From- most of the people, bro, are fine consuming us. As we are. As we are. <laughs> That's why it's so different when you can come into who you can be. Yeah. Or get the mentality to pursue who you can be. Yeah. It used to be this commercial Cause about... Because people... Because, uh, uh, you know, even the conversation, I was like... you saying, like, oh, uh, somebody find somebody for you that I like you for you. And it's like, <laughs> who are we? <laughs> That's who you, are we? Like, like, you, I'm like, who are we? We not nothing. Like, we're nothing right or now. Or on the flip side of yeah. that, 
I don't like who I am <laughs> at all. That's what I'm doing. And you like, bro, I just need you to find somebody who love you for you. I don't love me for me. Yeah. So anybody who If I did, I would just wake up every day, wouldn't touch nothing on like just wake up and walk around. Just touch nothing on my body. If I was like, I love me for me, so I don't care what nobody else thinks. I wouldn't take a shower. I would just wake up. Just. And some people are like that, bro. Yeah. And I honestly, I judge anybody that loves me for me. Yeah. I don't mind people saying, I like you better as a man of God. Right. I used to, I'm going to tell you, I used to bother me, bro. As a young Christian, it bothered me. Really? Because mm-hmm. it's like, no, I'm more things than that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you be thinking. I'm more than that. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, I do this. I do that. I do this. <laughs> like, Look, like, and I'm shaking my head just like, oh, I'm more things than that. Yeah, like, I do this. But, but like, I hate it. Did, did people identify with me as a man of God and did they never would go there with me? Right. Challenge they, you. No, no, they never would go there and let me be less than. Oh, okay. They held you to it. They held so. me to it. They'd be like, nah, man. You're like, you a minister. You a man of God. And I'm like, no, I'm more than that. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm all of these other things. I could be funny. I could, yeah, no. No, Forrest, you're you're not more than that. You're less than that. And this reality makes you more than that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I hated that so much. I hated that. I, I think I did. I had to struggle with that, too, because it was like people were asked me and they'd be like, why don't you act on that? Like, you know, and act on your lust, basically. Why don't you act on that lust yes. with that person? And I'm like. I don't know, like, I'm like, I want to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like, I'm, they be like, oh, you know, he probably going to chill. I'm like, no, I can do that, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's I like, deal with it all the time with guys, like. Um, you want to be something that you. You're not. I, one of the main things I'll do is play with guys, and I'll be like, oh, no, nah, you ain't about that life. No, I'm about that life. <laughs> no, you're not about that life. You're not going to get it popping. You're not about that. Though you don't know me. I mean, I do love God, but. I get I get it popping if I got. I'm a step. I'm a step. Yeah, I'm a step away. I I can get it done. Like no, no, you're not. And if you are about that life, then you're not about this life. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. That's the reality we have to come to. Yeah. I loved it at 19. You came to that reality. You want to know why it's cool? Because yeah. at 19, I came to that reality. For real. I gave my life to Christ at 19. Yeah. I'm 20 years in the game. Mm. serving the Lord gave my life to Christ at 19 for real for real I did it a bunch of times before that (laughs) but for real for real where it shook me and I couldn't get it out of my head and it tortured me and then was a minister at 23 (laughs) you get what I'm saying so it's like I'm 16 years in the game as a minister I'm celebrating that man Mm -hmm. since 19 I heard the call in my heart for myself, not my mother telling me. Before yeah. before then, I was, my mother like, I, I already see who you going to be. You going to be a man of God? And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care, and I cannot wait to prove you wrong. Yeah. I couldn't wait. I I was it's counting like, down. It, I know, it's crazy, because it's like God is calling, calls you to that standard, and it's like, you're like, nah, you may, be, you may have thought this way all along, but now I'm going to get you to think this way. And he'll put people, you know, like you said, you got to encourage more younger men to think like this because it's like he'll put people in your way to just have conversations with you. 
yeah. to change your mind, like how you really think. Yeah, and people could be looking and say, Force, oh, I got a mind of my own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they could be like, Force, like, you telling him to, it's good that he not focusing on love right now. And I'm like, well, let me stop you there. I didn't tell this brother not to focus on love. I told this brother to focus on what he loved. Right. You good. <laughs> Real church matters. <laughs> I focus on what you love. Mm-hmm. There's going to be time to love everything. Yeah. Enough focus on that. what you love and how you love. Right. You got. That's what we got to focus on. We're not. We're not focusing on how we love. That's how we perfect ourselves. Yeah. I love women. I just need to work on how I love them. We're not telling you throw away your love for women. <laughs> no, nah, nobody said that. Nobody said that, and we not we're not two homosexuals in the church. And you know, that's what the conversation. Hey, praise the Lord. Hey, Jesus after dark. <laughs> but that's what I said. I said I, I had the conversation. I had. I'm like, it's not that I don't love them. Like, yeah. that's not that. It's I like, want to love them better. Yeah, because I need to love myself better. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna. I realized it. The reason I can't love them to the ability I should is because I don't love myself as I should. Yeah. I treat myself like I'm my own prostitute. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I just wake up and be like, hey, hey, you got any dreams or aspirations? Uh, yeah, one day I shut up. Uh, today we're going to do this. <laughs> you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Today you're going to make me happy. You're like, what? what I, you know, I was thinking about our future. Shut up. Ain't no future. <laughs> you pimping yourself. You pimp yourself out for momentary, immediate gratification. Yeah, I was about to say satisfaction. Absolutely. Satisfaction. That's what we do. Yeah. And it's dangerous. So you said, I'm tired of feeding the monster my time because as I feed him my time, it costs me everything. Yeah. And so you changed. Yeah. What did you change? We just talked about a bunch of those things. But just, I thought we just talked about what I changed. Huh? I thought we just talked we about We did, but I just go ahead just because I we I'm just trying to make sure I always keep a, a line of consciousness going where it is mm. people can follow it. Okay. So one of the things you changed is you spend more time working out. Yeah. Um Then you said the other thing you do is I work. Yeah. I spend a lot of time earning money. Yeah. It fixes a lot of things. Money fixes things. Yeah. I think it don't make you happy, but it does. Fi- it does, does fi- fix things. things yeah. It puts things, it gives you accessibility. I love the fact that you realize that, like, dang, I can really cash in this time to net me wealth. Because yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a ton of people that talk about how broke they are, but you ask them what they spend their time doing. You spend your time on Instagram. <laughs> or Twitter. Or Twitter. You yeah. spend your time talking on the phone. You spend your time With texting. People. And then those same people will tell you what they want to do, yeah. what they're trying to do. They'll tell you what they're trying to do. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm doing it. <laughs> That's what I tell Slam. That's what I tell I'm like, What did I tell I'm you? I'm not talking about it. I'm doing it. <laughs> what did I'm I tell you? People tell, tell me all day long, though, too. They be like, yo, you getting strong. Like, how you get that big? Like, what you been doing? I'm like... I mean, what you think? Like, I'm putting my time towards something that's profitable. This yields me. Yeah. That's this, this is the crazy thing. You'll see two two star-crossed lovers on the phone with each other just mm-hmm. saying what their future going to be. She's like, so what you want to do? You know, you know I want to be a professional football player. And I'm like, what you want to do? She's like, 
oh, I'm going to be an attorney and I'm going to be. And I'm like, but y'all on the phone, like pretty much like 20 out of the 24 hours of the day. Ain't nobody making no time to do nothing. They not I'm becoming tra- a master at it. <laughs> when are you going to find time to actually study for the bar? Yeah. You ain't even passing chemistry. <laughs> when are you going to find time for the NFL? Yeah. You, when, you not even at the state you can pass a combine. Yeah. Because you think you can combine your desires <laughs> and your discipline. One is going to die. Yeah, that was a double on time. Come on. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I asked you this. I said this in a conversation before. I said, uh, of these girls you're sitting on the phone with, how many of them tell you, like, hey, it's already, you know, one in the morning. You need to go to sleep. <laughs> uh, hey, Earl, I know you was on the phone with me, but did you study for your test? I'm going to get off the phone so you can study for your test. How many of them did that? I said not one. <laughs> you said not one. Mm-hmm. But why? Because they only care about maintaining your focus on them. Mm-hmm. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not worried about you maintaining your focus on what you need to be because that might mean that you'd spend less time with them. them. And I told you, the only way I would be interested in including someone in my life is if they had that mentality. Yeah. Yeah, Remember I said that? He did tell they me that. They have to have the mentality of they recognize the path that God has me on and they want to know how they can encourage me and keep me on that path. Yeah. They're not on the sideline showing me their vagina saying, hey, hey, when you going to have time for this? When it's halftime. <laughs> <laughs> or halftime. <laughs> it ain't time for that. Yeah. It's not time for that. Everything revolves around gratification. When is it going to be about God? Because what we gratify is what we glorify. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> what you prioritize. What you prioritize is what you glorify. Mm-hmm. What you prioritize is what you magnify. We say that all the time. You hear it in yeah. church. People are like, I magnify the Lord. I magnify the Lord. What does that mean? How is God getting bigger? Because magnification means to see it in a greater capacity. It doesn't just get bigger. The actual thing becomes more unveiled to you. As you magnify, you see greater things about it. How is God being magnified when you are always magnifying your desire? Yeah. Because you're unveiling more stuff about you. Yeah. You know what I found about out about God. me? I found out that I'm really into. We know what we know. We get it. We get it. We know. We know. We know. Listen, we know. You know what I like? I I know you. You have been paying attention to what you like. <laughs> You've really been and studying. You can it. see the results of that person because it's like even with me working out, you can see. Okay, what's what he put his time into? Yeah, yeah. Even somebody else that's like a stupid bodybuilder or something or whatever people put their time into. You see the results. See the results. And I respect that. Yeah. That's why I've changed a lot. I, it used to be like, hey, I need you guys to put more time in your Bible and stuff like that. It's yeah. like, nah, I'll, at this point, I'll settle for discipline of any regard. Yeah, because you'll see what they put their time in. I'll see what you put your time in, something that yields you something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, if it yields you something, then you somebody we can work with. Mm-hmm. You're the type of person that God wants anyway. 
Because yeah. if you could put your time into working out and you can p- know what it takes, the discipline and effort it takes into working out your salvation. Yeah. So you can do both. <laughs> you can do it. But you can do both. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know how I've been able, honestly, I'm being honest. I don't know how I've been able to turn away certain desires when I couldn't turn away a plate of food. Yeah. I don't know. Don't I can't call it. But one thing I thank God for, so glad he did. Because <laughs> if I moved in the rest of my own life the way I moved with food, I wouldn't just have a lot of weight from fat. I'd have a lot of weight from kids. It's <laughs> <laughs> true, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wouldn't have the business I have. Mm-hmm. It's like I found a way to discipline myself and pour myself and feed time to things that yielded for me. Yeah. But I didn't know how to yield time into this other thing. So that's my resolve. My resolve this year is to put time into working out. Yeah. And I respect you who have you have a discipline for that and other people who have a discipline for working out. I respect that. And I aspire to that. And I use you guys as examples in my heart. And then mine would be the same time I put into working out. I got to put that same effort into time and effort into God. Yeah. More, and, you know, more, keep going forward. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that you see me as an example of that. Right. It's somebody that you, you put in your heart and say, bro, if I'm be like anybody, I'm be like that. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I see the proof. Like I, it's like, it you was, see the proof. You're not hiding it. Like that's the other thing, bro. Whatever we put time in, it shows. It's the rain. Oh. <laughs> After you put time in, it's going to show. It's going to show every time. That's why I never let people tell me what they plan on doing. Yeah, I don't. I don't talk about. Like you talk about, you could have plans and what you plan on doing, but if you're not working towards it, I don't want to hear nothing about it because it's, it's like, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say this one thing as we close out. Yeah. Do not tell me, man. I ain't worried about. These girls, I ain't worried about this stuff. I'm just doing me. No, the girls wasn't the problem. The doing you was. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Stop. (laughs) We got to stop doing us and start doing God. Yeah. I think that's the title. Stop doing us and start doing God. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. That's cool. You think it's cool? Yeah. Let me hit the sound like. Like hey, bro, let, let me ask you this. Was there something else in here that we should name the title? Um, remember that bar you had said? What did I say? I don't know. You can say the name of something about master discipline, but you got one that says something about discipline. I think yeah. earlier. I do got wise master builder, too. This one was hard though. Yeah. Really? Nah, like this podcast was hard. I don't know what she named it. <laughs> the, I ain't good with stuff like that. I know, but I was just saying, like, is it something that we talked about that stood out to you? Everything. Everything. <laughs> but I mean, we could go with we can go with uh, prioritize. You know what I'm gonna say? Feeding the beast. 
right. You don't like that? I like it. I like it. I like it. I like oh, it. Oh, we say it it uh it eats time but it costs everything. Uh, I don't know. Let's just go with feeding the beast. Feeding the beast. That uh, I think that'll be cool. It's real church matters. Bro, you're the first episode of the year. My parents were supposed to be, but I did one with them the other day, mm-hmm. which is live now. You can listen to it later. Right. Tell me what you think. But first episode of the year. Thanks, bro. No 2021 is going to be good. I'm, I, I am committed to having conversations. I might just keep having conversations with just my nephew if I can't find people. Because you killing it, man. I'm killing it. Stay encouraged. Stay focused. Keep starving the beast. <laughs> Don't feed that beast. Don't feed that beast. Don't feed that beast. <laughs> Love you guys. Talk soon.